what's this thing over here collecting dust for? Ooh. You are now listening to the Collecting Dust Podcast, your weekly escape for all things hobby and collecting. Ladies and gentlemen, hobbyists, enthusiasts, and collectors, welcome to episode six of the Collecting Dust Podcast. That's huge. That's a milestone and deserves an announcement in and of itself. Uh, this week is going to be a little bit different. Uh, I think we're going to have the wife on uh, as a recurring character uh, throughout this epic saga, if you will. Um, so we do have a couple announcements this week. If you haven't followed us over on Facebook yet, you can do that at facebook.com backslash canceled cult or at canceled cult. Um, I'm going to be setting up a Twitter soon, probably at Cancel Cult. You can find it over there. Uh, probably by the time that this goes up, you should be able to find uh, you should be able to find the Twitter. Fantastic. Um, we do have an, a new episode of um, Suspiracy coming out tomorrow. Episode two did come out last week, but it was only available on YouTube. Uh, so if you have not followed us on, on the YouTube channel, you can go over to YouTube and search Cancelled Cult Productions, and you can find us over there and watch episode two. Uh, the microphones got goofed up really bad, and it was completely unusable, not fixable. After 45 minutes of recording, we just decided to say, screw it, and we decided to use the camera audio, so it's not very good audio quality. I thought it was a pretty good episode, it, uh, discussing if birds are real. Are birds real? Are they? Or are they government drones? You can find out on Suspiracy over at the YouTube channel, uh, Cancel Cult Productions. Um, so yeah, episode three will be out there on all major podcast platforms and the YouTube channel tomorrow. Um, and this one is about uh, Le Chupacabra. So super interesting, super fun episode. Um, Thursday, I don't know if I mentioned this before, uh, I do have another podcast that I personally do. It's all about true crime. It is explicit. So if you're a child... Better get your parents' permission first. Uh, it is called Totally Innocent. It is uh, it goes over high-profile murder cases and criminal uh, accusations, charges. Uh, first episode was two weeks ago. That was Jody Arias. This week, uh, this last week was Casey Anthony. Uh, and on Wednesday this week, we are going to be taking a look at Tiffany Cole. So, if you're interested in true crime, you can find that over there. While you're here, you can also uh, head on over. You can go uh, straight up there if you're on a computer. If you're on a computer, if you're on a mobile device, you're going to have to open Chrome or Safari. Uh, and you can type in the search bar there or in the browser bar, www.thecanceledcult.com. Uh, our website is live. It is very basic right now, but it does have the latest episodes of all the podcasts there. So, fantastic. If you want to support the show, uh, there are different ways that you can do that. All listed on the website www.thecanceledcult.com. Fantastic. Like I said, this uh, this week's episode, episode is going to be a little different. Weekly pickups will be next, but I'm not going to record that right now. We're going to record that with my wife. I uh, just got a couple cool things in as well uh, that I'm going to open on camera, and then we're going to bring her in on camera with the rest of the stuff that we picked up this week. So that will be fantastic. Heinous Hobbies, we got a couple articles, I believe, this week. Uh, the interview slash random uh, last week was, uh, which I'm recording it this week, but last week when you're listening to this was E3. There's something near and dear to my heart that I want to talk about in the random section. Hobby, nice to meet you. Uh, and then we'll close it out and we'll let you get on your way on this beautiful, beautiful Monday. Yesterday was Father's Day. Happy, happy belated Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Hope you had a good one on the golf course, drinking some brewskis, 
and having a good time with your kids. So, let's pop on over to Weekly Pickups with the wife uh, and, and find out what we, uh, what we picked up this week. Actually, before we do that, we are going to be, uh, we are doing another giveaway right now. Over on my YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash C backslash McCavity Cat. Uh, McCavity Space Cat, I believe, or you can search McCavity Cat over on YouTube there. Uh, or maybe I'll leave the URL in the in the show notes here. Um, basically, I uploaded a video um, opening a Spastic Collectibles Funko Soda Mystery Box, and I got a duplicate. Uh, it was just a common, but uh, I'm giving it away. So if you want a chance to win that, you can go ahead and watch the clip of last week's weekly pickups, and then go to the Funko Soda Mystery Box video and leave a comment what your favorite thing is that we picked up last week. In the weekly pickup section, your name will be thrown into a hat, and you can win this Harley Quinn uh, Funko Soda. Fantastic. All right, that's enough jibber-jabber. Uh, let's hop on over into weekly pickups. So she was like, what is this charge on the credit card for $300? And I'm like, bro... That's Weekly Pickups. All right, welcome to the Weekly Pickups for uh, Collecting Dust, Episode 6. I got my special guest, recurring character in the series. Not a guest anymore. Not a guest anymore. Uh, we got quite a few things this week. Not as much as last week. Not quite. Way more last week. Way more last week. Uh, but before we do that, uh, I mentioned in the last video, uh, but this is for podcast listeners too, uh, in a mystery box this last week from Spastic, we got the uh, Funko Soda mystery box, the Great Soda Chase of 2021, something like that. Uh, we got a duplicate Harley Quinn soda. It likes to focus you for some reason. Uh, and it is just the common. So if anybody wants to uh, potentially win this guy, along with a little uh, League of Legends uh, jinx, it probably won't focus both at the same time, but okay, go for it. Little Jinx, the best champion in League of Legends. Uh, let's see. There she is. A uh, little Funko Mystery Mini. Uh, if you let us know in the comments down below what your favorite pickup this week was, uh, you'll be entered to win both of these together. They'll just come like this. Just just like that. I don't know if it's going to stay like that. It's just, just like that. It'll be them both in both some form or another. Uh, in that mystery box as well, we got this silly anime uh, soda as well uh, from My Hero. I, I don't know anything about it, um, and he's probably going to come off the shelf now that we got this other soda. But uh, he's cool, I guess. Just the comments, so not that impressive. He looks fierce. I like his hair. Uh, direct knockoff of Goku. Mm -hmm. Gohan. Vegeta. So Goku's better looking. Anyways, what do we have over here? What did you want to show off? Uh, we got a request. Yes, from Pwn Sauce. For more Dragon Ball Z things, so I obliged. Um, I got the Pez Perfect Cell. The Perfect Cell Pez. Funko Plus Pez. Yes. Got right. candy in it's here. Cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. GameStop exclusive. Kind of neat. Uh... I've had like one Pez in my life and I don't think I enjoyed the Pez. Yeah, uh, they're 35 calories a serving. Holy cow. It says it on the back. Nice. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm going to show this first this time. We've had to re-record this now because the audio was not recording uh, the first time. It is recording this time. <laughs> Just double checking. Uh, I showed this last in the last time I tried to record this, but uh, we're going to be talking about this in the Random Rant section. Hobby, nice to meet you later on, uh, but it is this action figure that I picked up at Walmart today. It is the Master Chief from Halo Infinite. I haven't bought an action figure in like 20 years since I was a kiddo, uh, but it's the Chief. No if fans or buts when it comes to the Chief. And it came with in-game DLC for Halo Infinite when it comes out, so yeah. I, that justified the $9 price tag. Uh, they also did have an 8-inch $20 figure that was way more customizable and looked way more cool, but I was like, what will it look like if a 30-year-old, 31-year-old is walking out of Walmart with two action figures and I'm not with a kid or anybody else? I think you might be uh, reading too much into it, like I don't worrying so. too much about it. I, I don't, don't think, think anybody so. else is paying that much attention. See, there and there's YouTube like channels that do toy hunts for action figures, but it's usually the NECA stuff. Um, you, you'll find those in like the, the Funko section. It's like the big eight inch figures that are like designed to stay in the box or, yeah. you know, displayed. It even says on those, this is not a toy. It is. It but, is. Uh, this is not. This actually was in the toy section at Walmart. So uh, a little embarrassing, but I had to. I had to do that. Still don't think you should be embarrassed. Just a little bit. Uh, Alex got me this little pop keychain. Stitch. Yes. I like Stitch. Keychain. I mean, I need a keychain, and I like Stitch a lot. So this is cute. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, with him, oh, I'll show the new soda first. I'll take that. Um, or do you want to show him? I can show him. All right. Uh, this was from Mystery Grail. Uh, not an actual mystery box. Uh, but we got the, the Joker uh, soda. Unfortunately, it was just the common. 20,000 piece, though. Uh, and this wasn't a mystery box. Mystery Grail, it was... Uh, we spent our points um, on this and a t-shirt, which I have right over here. We had like 2,400 points, something like that. So we got the soda, because I'm kind of getting more into sodas. I like the sodas a lot, actually. Me too, they're uh, fun. And then it, I, we also, for 400 points, which is like four bucks, I got this uh, uh, Iron Man versus Ultron sort of t-shirt. I don't really want to pull it out of the bag right now because I know it's just going to get dirty as soon as I do. Yeah. <laughs> I like my pop and superhero shirts. Um, so, yeah, so that, along with the Joker soda, came with that uh, Mystery Grail point redemption box. Uh, what do you got next? Oh. <laughs> You know that Mark Shepard is one of my favorite actors. One of mine, too. I really like him in everything he's in, and he's been in everything we've seen. True. Um, so we found a Crowley Funko, so we had to get him. Yeah. Uh, one of the best characters in Supernatural. I did see the line on the back does have Dean, Sam, Cass, and Charlie as well. Never seen any of those. Uh, this was a random restock, right? You said you yeah. saw this in an email or something? Uh, so the date on the bottom is actually 2021, uh, but the original print run of this Funko was 2016. So it's a little older. Not vaulted, obviously. If they, I wonder if the other ones are. Maybe I'll have to check to see if the other ones are. Yeah, we should check. Um, so Crowley, another one, and two other of these ones that I have over here. 
uh, are ones that we picked up. We spent $65 on the Funko shop to get our first Freddy Funko uh, that, we, that we've ever had. And that is the Skater Freddy... Can you focus? There we go. Uh, Skater Freddy, he, he came damaged. Uh, we also got this hard stack to, not really to put him in, but I added that plus the um, the stitch keychain along with the other things that I got came out to exactly $65 <laughs> if I added the hard stack. So we just have him in there for now. Like I said, he came damaged on the side, which is really a bummer. Uh, but I think he's cool. I've seen a lot of YouTubers talking smack about it. I think they should have spelled skater with an eight like Avril Lavigne did in Skater Boy. Oh, yeah. I think that would have improved it. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people talking smack about that, saying that the only reason they're doing that is to move um, move inventory. Like, it's not even that cool of a pop. But, like, you get it for free if you spend $65, so they're just trying to move inventory. Okay, maybe they are. But, but it, it why was does also that, yeah. for his birthday celebration. So Happy can they birthday, not just give something Freddy, for free? You know? Whatever. Yeah, I agree with you. I, mean, I, I think know. it's still cool either yeah, way. Yeah, I, I think it's cool. Uh, what do you got over here? Cruella. Cruella. I'll let you toss her up there. Cruella, this is her with the the iconic red dress from yes. the party. Yes. They did uh, change a lot of the original story, but that's kind of... They made it better. Yes, hashtag girl boss. Girl boss. Girl boss. Emma Stone's fun. That movie was fantastic, actually. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, watch it, because it was great. It was. Um, I'm not a big fan of Disney movies. I mean, I like the Marvel and the Star Wars stuff, but like old school princess movies, oh, things like either. that. I mean, I did like Frozen, but... I like some of them. I can get into them if I'm trying. Yeah. But that was cute. And like yeah. I said, Emma Stone's fun to look at. And the dog, the wink. The wink, wink is so the cute. And then the guy that... Funny. Oh, well, the big guy that always had wink. I, I liked him. He name. was fun. Okay, it was a good movie. Either way, we liked him. Um, out of a mystery box, I think it was Chrono Toys. Uh, it took a little while to show up. It showed up late, but uh, it was twenty four ninety eight when we pulled out the glitter Selena. And this one is this based on the actual singer or either of the two remakes of like the movies of her no, life? No, I think it's the actual singer because it's pop rocks. Okay, not pop movies. That makes sense. So I think it's based on her. And she did tragically die. Yes. Uh, so I think that might have influenced. Well, but it's been a while, right? It's been a long because time. Because she was like 25, 30 bucks. Yeah, I think this happened in the 90s. Oh, yeah, it's been a while then. This was like one of the original, like, bad, scary fan stories. It's so interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also, so we got um, Beth Harmon from Queen's Gambit. I really, really loved the show. I have the book. I haven't started reading it yet. Um, She's a book reader. I, I, I'm worried that I like the book more. And I really liked the show. And I know I'll like the book, but like, whatever. So <laughs> the, the Funkos take up a lot of space in box. Yeah. A lot of space. We do have to be kind of creative as far as where we put them. Um, I like, we're at my bar right now. I like to put the ones that are heavy drinkers. At my bar, up in the bar. In the bar uh, and I've shown yeah. that in my collection tour video. I showed the bar 
from oh, what good. we had up there. We we have more up there now than I showed when when I did that video. But definitely, I mean, every one of them I'm confident about, except for Pete Wentz. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know about that. I was course. told he belonged there. I couldn't verify <laughs> that, but either way, Beth belongs there. Yeah, I know that. So, I didn't watch the show. I I watched like I listened along as you watched it, and it seemed like it was pretty good. Really good. Uh, and then. The other things that we got with the uh, Freddy or for the skater Freddy when we had to purchase, I saw these and I had never seen any other things like this before. Uh, but we got Kylo Ren and Darth Vader. It is the uh, the lights and sounds edition of these pops, and I did. <sighs> okay, I kind of want to. I took <laughs> Kylo out. I'm, we're inbox collectors primarily, and I don't. I don't think just taking them out as long as it doesn't damage them will do anything to the value. Uh, but who cares, I guess? This, this guy's cool. Um, so there he is, bobblehead. Right? His head bobbles. Yep, you can do that. And then if you push his head in, the lightsaber turns on and it makes... Uh, it make Makes and it, noises. And so. it comes with the batteries. Comes with batteries. So, yeah. Uh, and then there was that, and then Darth Vader. I didn't take Darth Vader out of the box at all. Uh, but Darth Vader, of the two, is worth the most, obviously. I don't think a lot of people... A lot of people were kind of unfairly mean about the sequel trilogy. Yeah, I, I know you're a big fan of him, right? The best bad guy in Star Wars... Uh, in the cinematic universe, Kylo Ren. I don't care. And his redemption arc is probably the greatest story of all time. Well, I'm, it's decided then. I'm glad we yep. figured that out. It's decided. Okay. You're wrong if you think different. So, uh, one more thing. You got... A book. A book. Let's just go over what I'm reading like we did last week, I guess. Sure. I had to finish the, um, finish the End of My Awaken Online book. Right. It was... I have questions. It was intense, yeah. but, um... <laughs> But I, I picked up The Handmaid's Tale. This one's been out, obviously, for a very long time. Um, I think she wrote this in, like, the 70s or... I don't know. It's old. Um, but old for a book, you know, if you're from the 70s. But sure. uh, either way, I really like the show. I, I've gotten a little ways into the book. It's really, really, really descriptive. Maybe a little bit to a fault, but I really like it. Like I mean, obviously. George R. R. Martin descriptive? About that level of okay. descriptive. And, um, Just but it's beloved, and I do really love it. So, like, it's a, it's a, it's not like a fun read. Yeah. It's aggressive and sad, but yeah. it's good. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, here's the hot take nobody needed. Uh, but Game of Thrones season eight was fantastic. So I didn't, I only read the uh, books. I didn't see the show. I'm going to leave you with that. We're going to go. Uh, and if you're on the YouTube video, it'll just probably abruptly end. Uh, if you're on the podcast, we're going to head on over to heinous hobbies next two stories this week, two news stories. Pretty good. Cool. So, uh, yeah. Bye. See you later. Failure. <laughs> Heinous Hobbies! Love the sound bed every time. It doesn't get any worse for me.
Uh, so we have a couple of stories here for the Heinous Hobbies segment of today's episode. The first one coming from Lewisburg, Pennsylvania, I believe. PA? PA, Pennsylvania. Uh, basically, the article title here is Man Charged for Allegedly Stealing 21 Pokemon Card Packs, PSB Milton. Uh, not sure what that means, but Lewisburg, Louisburg, Lewisburg, Pennsylvania, a 27-year-old man from Katowice, uh, was charged for allegedly stealing 21 packs of Pokemon cards from a Sheets store, police report. Michael A. Long was charged with third-degree felony retail theft. It was, a, it was graded as a felony, since this is Long's third theft offense, according to the arrest affidavit. Third arrest. Was it all pertaining to Pokemon cards? This guy should be on a watch list. A manager at the Louisburg Sheets in Kelly Township contacted police in April to report that Long had entered the store on March 25th and took the card packs. Long concealed the packs on his body and left the store without having to uh, pay for them. According to the affidavit, written by Trooper Matthew Hill, legend of Pennsylvania State Police at Milton, the cards are valued at $5.99 per pack? That's incorrect. Uh, sheets must be a comic book store or something because they are way taxing on that. $3.99 per pack is the uh, retail MSRP for a pack of Pokemon cards. Or $4.19, uh, depending on where you're at. I've never seen a pack retail for $5.99. That is insane. Uh, making the total loss to the store $125.79, which your math is wrong. That's okay. Uh, the police pulled video surveillance and observed Long leaving the store parking lot in a red Jeep. They traced the registration back to Long. Police contacted Long, who did not wish to make a comment, but did ask if he could pay Sheets back for the stolen Pokemon cards. Probably, uh, probably scalped them all in the meantime. Uh, other charges filed against Long include a misdemeanor of receiving stolen property uh, and summary offenses for driving with a suspended license. A preliminary hearing is set for June 3rd at the office of District Judge Jeffrey A. Rowe. So that is already passed. I don't know what happened to uh, Mr. Long. Uh, but yeah, dude. I mean, come on. This is your third offense. Obviously, you know you're going to get caught. No, you can't pay the store back. Maybe you should make better choices in your life. And, uh, you know, maybe not uh, be such a piece of... Piece of shit when it comes to uh, hobbies and collecting. Uh, you are you are the problem with what's going on right now. Uh, this next article is absolutely astounding. Uh, Japanese. This happened in, in Japan, I believe. Uh, the Japanese Pokemon card heist is the most 2021 crime of the year. Nice. Uh, the perp has already been sent to Poke Jail. Cool. Uh, by now, we're all pretty much familiar with the fact that Pokemon cards now come to rival rare sneakers. Uh, not true at all. Basically what happened was all the low-life losers, uh, that are botting shoes and streetwear have now just saw the money bags and moved over to, uh, the Pokemon and trading card and collectible market. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that they rival it. I say that they've completely replaced it. Uh, baseball cards and other hotly sought after collectibles in terms of desirability. Particularly in the last year, the internet has been awash with stories of individual cards selling for hundreds of thousands of dollars. And these are, of course, the old boys, right? While obscenely rich content creators and celebrities buy up the, late, or the last packs of the original cards in the hopes of striking gold, 
uh, while satiating their nostalgia, or they just want money. Uh, put simply, the hype around the retro trading card game has never been greater. Fantastic. Uh, reports from Japan have surfaced that a man has been arrested in connection with an actual heist, like an actual heist, targeting a store selling collectible Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And the job, the alleged perpetrator pulled, according to Japanese newspaper, uh, Manichi, is positively Ocean's Eleven in nature. Fantastic movie, if you haven't seen it. Definitely go check it out. Um, according to the Tokyo Metropolitan Police Department, uh, Kensuke Nakanishi uh, broke into a trading card store on the top floor of a six-story building in the Japanese capital's uh, Higashi neighborhood. I'm not going to try to butcher this. Uh, climbing five meters down on a rope attached to the rooftop of the building, breaking a window to gain entry to the store. Once inside, he stole approximately 80 Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards with a combined value of about 1 million yen or around 10,000 uh, Australian dollars, uh, along with about $2,500 in cash. Now, I'm not sure, you know, in Australian what that equates out to in America, but uh, for an Ocean's Eleven style heist, you're only nabbing, you're only nabbing ten thousand dollars worth of worth of cards, bud. Uh, it seems like uh, you know the 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 punishment for the crime wouldn't make up for the very low return that you uh, that you received from quote unquote heist. Uh, incredibly, police came. Uh, police claim Nakanishi wasn't wearing a lifeline. In fact, he was quoted by police as saying, "I was in rock climbing club in high school, so I wasn't afraid of heights." Uh, five-story? Six-story building. Nice. Uh, Nakanishi has reportedly admitted to the allegations, saying, I did it to pay off a debt. Of course, there's no telling how much of the cards were stolen. Stolen could have been worth more further down the track. Uh, yeah. So, if you're going to do crimes in the collectible space, you gotta do it like this guy. Alright? You have to... There's no ifs, ands, or buts. You have to do it Ocean's Eleven style. You have to just get in there, climb down the ropes, scale the building, cat burglar style. If you're just stealing 21 packs of Pokemon cards from Walmart, I don't care. You deserve every ounce of uh, hate and punishment that they are throwing at you, okay? Now, whereas uh, this guy actually <laughs> scaled, uh, dropped down from a, a six-story building on a rope to steal Pokemon cards... Didn't have a harness. He kind of just went for it because he was in rock climbing club. Okay? This guy, while a dick and deserves prison time, uh, has a way better story than uh, than Mr. Long, who was just stealing 21 packs of cards. Those are the stories for Heinous Hobbies this week. Next, we will pop on over to the interview slash random slash hobby. Nice to meet you section. Uh, where we're going to talk about uh, the events of E3 and what has me so excited for the 2021 season of video games. So let's hop into that. Ooh, Hobby. Nice to meet you. Shh. Let's be quiet now. D yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I didn't mean that. I, <laughs> I was going to go talk to my friends anyway, so <laughs> whatever. Hobby, nice to meet you. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart when it comes to hobbies in general, and that is video games, my friends. Yes, 31-year-old, I still slammed in video games while I'm playing Apex, 
constantly, dude. Uh, me and my buddies roll Apex a lot, um, League of Legends, etc., etc. Uh, but there is one game out there in the ether uh, that kind of gave me my start to all of this, right? Like, as a kid, of course, we had the regular, normal old Nintendo, you know, but we didn't own it. We'd borrow it from a friend, um, a friend of the family, you know, and we'd have it for, like, months at a time, and then they'd want it back, and then they would stop playing it, and we would take it. We, it was, we were kind of, like, sharing it, right? Uh, so, you know, I grew up on, like, Mario, uh, got the N64, got into GoldenEye, got the GameCube, you know, got into a bunch of other stuff. Sonic Adventures 2, I think, was probably one of my favorite games. Uh, all of this, of course, oh, we can't forget Super Smash, let's be honest. Um, but there is a time in one's life when they realize that GameCube, N64, all that, you can't play it online, right? And so I have an Xbox, the original OG Xbox with Halo. And Halo was a game changer to me. Halo Combat Evolved was fantastic. We would land party that so much, and it was so fun. Uh, then, of course, Halo 2 comes out, right? And that was banana bonkers. Uh, actually, uh, November 9th, 2004 was when Halo 2 came out, and I remember it like it was yesterday. It's like a V, it's my V for Vendetta moment, all right? Remember, remember the 9th of November. Forever, always. Halo 2 was a game changer to me. Prior to Halo 2, I had played one game online, and that was Splinter Cell Pandora Tomorrow, which was a fantastic game on multiplayer. The PvP was fantastic, but I didn't know what I knew shortly after that. When Halo 2 launched, Halo 2 literally gave me my start when it comes to gaming and how I play games today. Absolutely. Uh, it, it was amazing. And the feeling of being, you know, 14 years old, 13 years old, 14 years old, and uh, getting online with your buddies. Like, what? You can squat up with three of your friends and you, four of you together? And go into matches and just dominate. And it was so fun. And they introduced ranked. That is where I got big into ranked mode. That's why I like today. In today's day and age, I only play competitive games. I do not play casual games very much. I don't play single player games. And I don't play games without a rank mode. Rank mode always has to be an option because I'm a very competitive person. Uh, so yeah, so Halo 2 gave me my start. And of course, Halo 3 comes out. Beautiful, fantastic, right? Reach comes out, it's terrible. Uh, Halo 4 comes out, it's terrible. Halo 5 comes out, it's okay. As it looks a little different. It's more like a, it's more like a space shooter. It's like a good space shooter. It's not a good Halo game, right? Uh, we still played it a lot. Halo 5 uh, got to Onyx and uh, in rank mode got to Onyx and then uh, you know just kind of been staying off. You know, like I said, been grinding Apex. Uh, you know, then E3, uh, in 2018 comes around and, uh, we get our first glimpse at Halo Infinite, right? And I remember watching it with my buddies, my Halo buddies at the time we were watching the E3 presser and, you know, we, no Halo, no Halo, no Halo. And like the last thing that they showed, um, you know, it was very vague, but then all of a sudden you see the Marines and it's iconic, right? You know, you know, it's the Marines, 
And so I yell, guys, those are effing Marines. And it was hype. And here we are, three years later, and we still have no game. Thankfully, at last week's E3 presser event, Microsoft did reveal the multiplayer for Halo Infinite. also revealed that it would be free to play. So, if anybody hasn't played Halo up to this point in their life, uh, I highly recommend it with Infinite uh, being free to play. You got nothing to lose. Okay, just hop in. But I will tell you something, man. Uh, I hated Reach. I did. I absolutely hated Reach. Their their ranked was subpar. Uh, the game itself was subpar to me. Uh, Halo 4 was just trying to be Call of Duty with Overshields, or with Shields. Uh, and Halo 5 kind of got back to kind of what it was supposed to be. But this actually looks like Halo again. Okay? And, and make no mistake, like I said, I got my start in Halo 2. When, when it comes to competitive games, I wasn't... I have a buddy that played professional Halo 2. Halo 2. I did not... And 3, I think. And maybe Reach. I did not play professional. I played on more of a semi-pro level. We did play at events. I did win some prize money. Uh, but I, I would never pursued it. As I probably should have, because maybe, maybe today I would be something else. I would be someone else, and maybe when I woke up every morning, I would wake up doing something that I like to do instead of being stuck behind a desk at a nine to five. Uh, but it's too late for me. But maybe the next generation can pick up Infinite and uh, and go for it. But it looks like Halo again, bro. It looks like Halo. And I don't care what anybody says. For generally, for the most part, most of the community is on the same side, thinking that okay, this this does look good. This looks good, and you know everybody's a little nervous after Reach Four and Five. Uh, completely understandable. I am beyond hyped. Okay, like they could totally mess this up, and I would still be okay because of the way that it looks. Uh, and of course, there are some gripes about it. Oh, 343's armor looks plastic. Uh, no, they redid all of that. It looks fantastic now, man. Uh, they're adding some new stuff, right? The, the whole the whole point of the reveal in the presser was to say, hey, uh, let's take a look back at Legacy, or old school Halo, if you will, and find a way to modernize it without actually changing everything and without trying to mimic every popular game franchise out there. Okay, when I'm sitting down to play Halo, I'm sitting down to play Halo. I'm not sitting down to play Call of Duty. If I want to play Call of Duty, I'll go play Call of Duty. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no ranked mode in Halo 4. It's just like ranking up with XP so like my grandma could hit max level, bro. Like, no. Halo has always been a competitive arena-based shooter. This is what it should be, and this is what it looks like again, the arena. Uh, the sandbox is huge. They're bringing Big Team Battle back in a bigger way, uh, which I've seen a lot of people gripe about, I think because a lot of people are so used to the Battle Royale craze that's been going on, you know, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, uh, Apex, Warzone, etc., etc. Not Halo Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone, obviously. Um, but traditional Big Team Battle in Halo was 8v8. Uh, right? So the fact that it's 12v12 now uh, does make it a bigger big team battle. And that's one of the gripes. Like, oh, why isn't it 100 versus 100? Well, because, you know, it's it's never been that. However, I, I do think that Halo could benefit from a, uh, a battle royale, right? And I'm not super, super big into battle royales anymore, uh, except for Apex. I do play Apex a lot, but I play Apex because it, t to me, 
Apex is the most Halo-esque shooter in a Battle Royale form. Like, you have shields and stuff that can be restored instead of just dying in, like, two or three hits like the other BRs out there. Uh, to me, it's the most Halo-esque. That's why I just get a kick out of it. But, I mean, you think about Halo, and maybe a lot of people listening to this don't know a lot about the Halo lore, but there are, like, ODST uh, soldiers, like Hell Jumpers, that literally jump into a map from space in these little pods, right? And they they drop them. If that doesn't scream perfect for Battle Royale, you got to be insane. And in a Halo ring as the map for Battle Royale, you got to be insane to think that that Halo wouldn't benefit from a BR mode because it it's like that universe was specifically made uh, for Battle Royale. But... They are coming back. They are bringing back a ton of customization, man. Uh, armor customization. Uh, I think uh, in one of the videos that they showed off at E3, they were saying that there was going to be like day one over a million combinations of different armors that you could pick. You can pick uh, uh, gloves, visors, helmets, chest pieces, shoulder pads, knee pads, etc., etc. <laughs> what? Full, like customization like that is is outstanding. Reach like customization uh, with like Halo Three gameplay would be all I would need. Halo Two or Halo Three gameplay with Reach customization. I don't want Reach's gameplay, but their customization is bar none probably the best Halo's ever seen. I'm just being honest. Um, the announcer is back, and the guy that voices the announcer, you know, if anybody knows, like double kill, triple kill. Killtacular. That it's the same guy, but now you can install a personal AI into your helmet as a Spartan. When you create your Spartan, you can also pick a personal AI. And I assume since it's free to play, obviously they're going to sell skins and they're going to sell personal AIs. But you can also earn a ton. There's also going to be battle passes. Um, but you can earn and buy these personal AI that give you more like minute to minute updates within the game instead of. Uh, the announcer guy, like when your flag gets stolen, it'll be your personal AI and each of them have different voices so you can make it unique to you, the one that you want, along with your colors and armor. And that AI will be the one that tells you, hey, your flag is missing or hey, you picked up the flag. Let's get our ass back to base. That is bananas. That's something that I didn't know that I needed until I seen it in the trailer and I was like, I've needed this my whole life. I needed this the whole time. How did I not know this? It's fantastic. It, it just looks fantastic. Uh, one thing that has the uh, the community a little bit divided is the uh, friend or foe feature. Uh, but I kind of like it, right? Because it's kind of how Valorant works, right? Uh, so it, the game used to be, if you don't know, it used to be red versus blue. One team would be red. One team would be blue. It would be super easy to differentiate your enemies from your friends. Cool. They're getting rid of that. Now, instead, the enemy team is going to have red outlines around their bodies. They're doing this because of all the customization options and all of the, uh, like, the armor spray, like, the armor color, custom color coatings and things like that. They want you to be able to show off your armor to everybody. Like, in, in Halo 4, 5, Reach, you know, you would, you would put your time into, in Reach, you would, like, have to purchase your armor, uh, your armor pieces and things like that, and you put your time into putting your colors together and your badges and all that, all this, that, and the other, and then you would just either be red or blue unless you're playing Lone Wolf, and I'm not playing Lone Wolf, like, ever. Lone Wolf kind of sucks. Uh, Free-for-all is not my thing, never has been. So 
the fact now that I can actually sit in the in the game, customize my Spartan to make him look exactly how I want, give him the voice that I want, make his body type the way I want, give him the personal AI that I want, the weapon skins, the armor colors and coatings, all this, and now the enemy sees me as a red outline, but they still see me the exact way that I created the character. And I think that's fantastic. I think that's great. Uh, no release date on it yet, although they do say that it's releasing holiday 2021, free to play, and then the campaign will also release at the same time, and that will cost money. Or if you have Game Pass on Xbox or PC, it will be available day one on that. But I am just excited, man. I don't know. It just makes me giddy. I'm just giddy because Halo was my childhood. Halo and Modern Warfare 2, but mostly Halo, right? I In Halo 2, the last time I checked, before uh, Bungie's stat page went down, and you couldn't check your stats anymore. I had like 29,000 kills in Halo 2 on my main account. I played that game for years. Halo 3, played that game for years. Halo Reach, I played for like two weeks because it was so bad. But I digress. This It finally looks like Halo again. I feel like a kid, even though I'm over 30. And Microsoft doing that. It... I don't know, man. I'm just excited. I'm just excited. We saw a lot of other cool stuff at E3, too, but the one thing that I mainly wanted to focus on and talk about was Halo, because Halo literally uh, created me as a person and as a gamer. Everything that I have done in gaming and everything like this is because of Halo, Bungie's Halo. Uh, 343 uh, kind of, you know, they were having a rough go of it for quite a while. But now this one looks like, I don't know, I'm hoping and it looks like this one will be good again. And maybe the world can experience Halo the way that I experienced Halo when I was a kid. That would be my ultimate wish and dream for this game. Was It would be that today's like young gamers, 14-year-olds, can pick up Infinite and feel the same way that I did when I was playing Halo 2 back in the day. That would be the dream. That would be the dream. Guys, that is, uh, you know, that's the podcast. That's the random aspect of the podcast, but I think that's also just a podcast because guess what? We still have a uh, funny story. So if you have a funny story that you want to share in regards to hobbies or collecting, you can go ahead and send us an email over at canceledcultproductions at gmail.com, and we will read it on the air. Uh, I think I'm just going to get out of here, man. I'll let you guys enjoy the rest of your Monday. You have a great one. I will see you next week. Take care.